I was just eating something. Sorry. That's <laughs> uh, fine. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, your graduations, you're complete now, right? Thank you. Yeah, I am. Finally. Yeah. So, uh, what did you graduate with? Um, a Master's of Arts in Clinical Mental Health Counseling. <coughs> Fucking awesome. Very happy. Um, yeah. Now that that journey's over, what uh, what do you look back and take from it? Because mm. you did college in three years and you did this in two years. Yeah. I mean, your first round. Yeah. You so you got your master's in five years. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty nice because I graduated six years ago from high school. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I think just a lot of like what I learned about like myself through like psychology. So I'm, like I got my bachelor's of arts in psychology and then I did this counseling program. Yeah. And they really make you like look at yourself, which is <laughs> like really uncomfortable. It uh it's uh, kind of hard when you have to look in the mirror and figure out whatever you bring to the table that's kind of dysfunctional, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what this program made me look at. <laughs> that uh, I've been uh, kind of doing that, obviously not to the level you have, but like uh, for about the past, I don't know, five, four years, I think. Mm-hmm. but just with uh, not a teacher just my dad <laughs> or Milo you know they're uh, pretty pretty good <laughs> <laughs> so you know you, you had to go through your shit with a fine tooth comb man and I can't even imagine how that was uh, it was really awful at first but the first round was when I was getting my bachelor's degree in my undergrad, when mom was diagnosed with cancer, that was when I finally, because I had tried to sign up for counseling like before that. And then I was like halfway through the application and I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. I was like, I'm yeah. going to be a therapist. I don't need therapy. Yeah. Which I knew was very wrong, but I'm very stubborn. So I was like, no, this is fine. And then, <laughs> and then mom got diagnosed with cancer and I was going through like, the millionth breakup and yeah. then um I was like well maybe I I think I need some help <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it is a bit different when you get to that point don't you think yeah it is very different it was very 
weird my whole intake I did with the therapist with the therapist who I had for my last <clears throat> year and a half of college my yeah. undergrad I cried the whole time it was so I was so embarrassed I was like this is I don't even know this woman and I'm just sitting here crying trying to explain all my answers to her <laughs> yeah it's um Yeah, I, I can only speak from my experience and when I've come to some realizations like, ah, you know, I think things would have break in the way they broke for me. But uh, being able to look back and kind of like, oh, okay. Eh, maybe if I did do this, that person wouldn't have left. But now I just like, eh, it fucking happened. I did what I did. Took some painful growing and uh still trying to grow you know yeah I hear that I think you're doing a really good job at that and that was something that I had to look at too especially in my graduate program because I did it so quickly you have to have 20 hours of therapy the January before you graduate so I had to find a therapist my first semester so the fall of 2018 that was when um, I found her and I ended up going like way past my 20 hours. I ended up seeing her until Thursday. Thursday was my last session with her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. But... That's good. That's good. It's, um, and thinking back on my end, there was times that, uh, you know, the th- and like I said, this it was just the way my dad would say things with this fucking Negan-like bat of truth, you know, and hit me <laughs> over the head with it, and then uh, kind of gather myself, like, fuck, yeah, I got to stop that, you know, went and apologized to a couple, couple people, and was still kind of looking at uh, shit I was going, that I was still trying to process from a breakup, you know? Mm-hmm. It's always, not that anybody asked me, but like some, you know, there was a few times like, how long does it take to get over? And I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't know, man. I'm still kind of fucked up about it, you know, and that was like five years ago, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And then uh, just coming to grips with just like, yeah, it fucking ended. If it didn't end bad, it wouldn't have ended at all, (laughs) you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I was just kind of curious about, your journey you know yeah it was it was really hard I never yeah thought I would get to a place where I am today I think mostly though like concerning my dad because I'm very yeah. stubborn <laughs> I have <laughs> one to grudges for years <laughs> yeah You're definitely and, my sister <laughs> yeah <laughs> so after I graduated and I did a bulk of the work mostly surrounding him right before I finished my bachelor's degree. Yeah. And then I moved home for those eight months before I came here to Portland. Um, But a lot of that work that I did with my therapist was around like childhood stuff and, and stuff with my dad and a lot of the things that I never like let go of or like processed or even like talked about um because like when we were talking there would be a lot of times where she would be like have you ever talked to anyone about this 
And I was like, no, this is pretty <laughs> normal. Like, it yeah. happens a lot to a lot of people at home. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, well, it's normal for there, but it's still, like, not, like, that doesn't make it okay for anyone. Yeah. And I was like, huh, you're right. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, now I'm not saying I don't hate motherfuckers still. You know, or fucking yeah. bitter about shit, but uh, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm learning how to process it and not hold it, and and uh, did some inward inward shit just for me to move past. You know, mm-hmm. just for me to move past and not uh, not hate somebody. You know. Yeah, that takes a lot of inner work. A shit ton, and um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, on my end in 2012, um, I mean, uh, you were in school. I don't know if mom pulled you, or I don't know when mom told you, but like, I called up Milo. I called up Carly. And then I called mom. Oh, no, I, I called mom and I called Milo and was like, hey, you know, at first I called mom and said, when's the last time you talked to Uncle Bruce? And was like, uh, you know, it's he didn't he never called me back. What's going on? And I said, shit, well, Marlo hasn't heard from him yet. He's on vacation. So I went down there, pounded on the door and nobody answered. And I just I knew what was I knew what was going to become of what I went down there for, you know, mm-hmm. So I sort of processed that, and that kind of took away from the pain I was going through from a breakup for a brief moment, you know? Mm-hmm. I went home for the funeral, and um, my dad came out to Annette Bay with me and uh, gave me a hug and gave me this, I don't want to say a speech because it wasn't for anybody, you know? It was mm-hmm. just, it was just, he said... Uh, <laughs> I can laugh now. It's one of those things where you can look back and like, okay, I kind of needed that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he uh, he grabbed me, gave me a hug, gave me a kiss, and he said, "Hey, if your uncle knew that you were going to be the one to find him, he would find some kind of sick humor in that, and he would laugh. You know, he would feel comfort in knowing that you're going to be the one to find him. You know." And I was crying. He gave me a kiss on the cheek, and then he said, "Um, you know, your uncle knows you loved him, and vice versa." And then I thought he was going to say some more stuff. And he said, and you're not the only fucking man to get dumb. So quit fucking acting like that. She <laughs> moved on. You fucking moved the fuck on. And I'm like, man, it's maybe like a month since I got my ass dumped, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, everything's still fresh. And uh, I had no idea how to fucking process that, man. Uh, thankfully, Milo was in contact with me a lot, helping me through that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's really good. And uh, it's just funny to think about now, like, fucking A. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) that was, like, the harshest thing I could have heard with along with the loveliest thing I could have heard at the same time, you know? That's funny. Sounds like your dad. Very smooth (laughs) response. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, I wasn't over that shit. I mean, I was... That's why I said up until like five years ago, I was still kind of fucked up over getting dumped, even though I shouldn't have been. I mean, I don't want to say I shouldn't have been. Who the fuck knows how anybody's supposed to react to something like that, you know? Yeah, and grief 
comes in like waves and stuff and and I I don't like any of my my exes and I don't want to ever be friends with them but <laughs> but I definitely don't hate them to the extent that I used to now which is really <laughs> nice yeah but it's also hard because you were with someone for so long it just yeah. makes everything weird yeah and uh so going through that and 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 then like i said i just did it i took a different path than you obviously you know um mm-hmm. there was uh two of my friends went through some obviously divorce is always kind of a harsh thing you know it's just kind of different levels i'm assuming you know yeah, yeah. Went some bitter divorces and i went home for a graduation and my dad's like, oh, hey, so-and-so's wife is, first wife is here. And I didn't say anything. And he's like, man, you still fucking fighting a war that he gave up on? <laughs> <laughs> what about this other person? And he said, you were fucking at his second wedding. He clearly moved on, but you're still fucking mad about this? <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so small because I went from feeling like, Oh, I'm this fucking loyal friend. I will fucking have your back. I will fucking do anything because you're my fucking brother. You know, that's what that's what I was thinking. And my dad's like, "What the fuck are you thinking?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that makes sense. And uh, so immediately went and apologized to these two different people. And uh, in that, like right before that, too, uh, you were home when my grandpa died, and. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, last thing I told him was I fucking hated him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Which I, I could say to Milo, and Milo would be like, yeah, come on, man. Who fucking wants to be a part of our kid's life? Fuck whatever. Who cares? You know? Yeah. And, uh, and I was just like, no, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. And then, uh, he's, our grandpa, my grandpa said some things to my dad that I didn't like. So next time I went to met was like, Oh yeah. Hey, fuck you, man. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You're a terrible grandpa and you're a fucking worse. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, my dad's a better fucking grandpa than you ever wish to be, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. well, that didn't need to be said. That could have just, that <laughs> could have been discussed with you at a family dinner, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it sounds like there was a lot of years of, like, just not good stuff happening. Yeah, so, and I didn't know what to feel, to be honest. I got the call that he had passed, called my dad, could tell he was, you know, not doing too good, and then uh, was asked to be a pallbearer, called up my cousin Johnny. Hey, man, could you do me a favor? said, yeah, what do you need? I said, he needs you to be a pallbearer. I am not going to be a pallbearer you know mm-hmm. and my excuse was i'm gonna sit with my nephews you know so nobody yeah. nobody could question where my <laughs> thing was but whatever and then um i know and then the craziness on my part sis was um i was uh at the at the at the fucking graveyard at the fucking graveyard my dad and parker our nephew were looking over his casket crying and I shed some tears, but I didn't like cry, cry, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, 
was still just like ah. And then my dad uh, at the dinner, I think you and I think you and mom were at the dinner. Um, I think at, we were at the town hall. He was like, "Hey, come here," you know. I gave him a hug and he said, "Hey." He's like, I cried because it's over. It's done with. He's like, that's, I'm done with that part of my life. That's why I cried. It's done. And I said, okay. And he's like, and he smiled and he's like, God damn, you're just like me. Fucking let it go, man. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that. And then, um, and then my, you know, I, I, uh, didn't have the best relationship with with uncle ralph so when we got word that he was gonna die i was like all right i need to figure out to be okay let it go and make my peace with him you know (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) always really hard too yeah so so i mean i'm glad I, i got it just for my peace of mind you know uh yeah and um you know, I ended up, yeah, it kind of sucks, but <laughs> I'm not laughing because he was on his deathbed. I'm laughing because I told him me and him were good when he was on his deathbed. And then when I left the hospital, I was like, how fucking bitter am I? You know, <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's on his deathbed. And I finally like, oh, yeah, OK, we're cool now. Let me shake your hand. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's just so I, I, you know, and, and with what you did, that's why I was asking what, uh, what, you know, what what kind of stuff did you learn on your journey the past six years of your life? And that's not even to try to take away your entire life. It's just the past six years have been geared towards this, and you accomplished it in five. You know. I know it's crazy. I just I learned a lot about myself. So I I learned a lot about like trauma, obviously for like the work that I'm gonna be doing. But I also had to like learn about it for myself. Yeah. Because they're like, well, we're gonna teach you this, and the way we're gonna teach you this is through you, because therapists are their own tools, is what they like to say. So they always have us like confront all of our stuff, which is like. I was like, cool, I can do this. And then after the first semester, I was so burnt out. Oh. I was so exhausted. I was like, it's not even the schoolwork that's hard. It's the fact that I have to dig into my own self in the classroom, write papers about this and talk about this, give presentations about this. Not everything was about that. About that. Like I had to take like statistic courses and research methods and stuff like that. But um I think just learning about myself, even like in my psychology courses in my undergrad, a lot of them are, a lot of them are like science psychology, but a lot of them are also like sociology courses where they also did stuff like that, where you like, kind of like learned about yourself in the class if you wanted to do the work. Oh, okay. If you wanted that work to be beneficial. So like for the past six years I've just been learning about like trauma in the brain and like adversity and just like and like coping skills and all these different things and it's just just been really interesting and even like when I went to college like I got to be not a different person but I felt like I got to be a little bit more myself because like I wasn't you know I didn't have mom who was telling me what to do 
which she rarely did anyways but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and like I didn't I like I was an adult and I got to like be treated like an adult yeah because I was like on my own I got to like make my own decisions which was really fun yeah and then I got to like learn about myself and like what I like to do because when I did my undergrad and I had a boyfriend like we were never in the same city or town for pretty much pretty much like the five years that we were dating yeah so I got to like really be on my own and like explore and I got to figure out that I like to go like hiking and like eat kale like all that white people shit (laughs) I like to do stuff like that and then I came here to Portland and we were only dating for my first semester but then I got to like figure out what I like to do and the kind of people that I like to hang out with while I was like learning about myself yeah so I think just learning about trauma and surviving versus like living that was what I really learned here in Oregon like what are survival traits that I had that I didn't need anymore because I'm not a kid um and what was (coughs) me just reacting to something that had happened yeah um like when Casey and I first started dating, like he would hold my hand and yeah. that, was, that was really weird for me. Cause like mom never really hugged us. Like we're not a very like touchy family. So. Which is, uh, that, that, that just to chime in on my part really quick, I hug people. And in 2009, I was dropping Sissy and Logie off at the ferry. <laughs> And it was New Year's Eve, and um, I was like, I'm going to give Carly a hug, you know, and gave Sissy a hug, and Logan went, ah, and he gave me a hug. Oh. And, but Carly, Carly gave me this look like, the fuck are you doing? You know, like, (laughs) you could, like, what I took away, and I haven't, like, I think I hugged her when Uncle Bruce died, and Grandma but, <laughs> but yeah, she gave me this look like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so now I just hug Logie. <laughs> That's funny. Because Carl, actually, Carly started hugging me when she took me to Colorado, when she helped me move into my dorm room my freshman year. Oh, okay. That's when, I think that's when I really remember she started to hug me. And you've always hugged me, and Milo gives me these like weird half hugs, like a mom then, hug. Yeah, and mom will sometimes give those to me, but like when I'm leaving, she'll like give me like a real hug. <laughs> <laughs> but... uh, um, and and the 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 crazy thing about that is, uh. When mom left my dad and for your dad, um, Mm -hmm. not that my dad didn't hug me before, but that was like when he started hugging me more, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Yeah. as I got older and then uh, I would be going somewhere and be like, Hey, give me a hug. Give me a hug. Even if I was just going to the store and then uh, it was just like, Oh, you know, I was like, Oh, I'll I'll hug you dad. It's just kind of weird. So you, 
you weren't hunger, <laughs> you know? <laughs> there you are. That's and funny. Mom, and mom, like I noticed, uh, I gave her a hug. It's in some bigger than her. I'll, I'll try to give her a normal hug and she'll turn her body sideways, put her head yeah. down, and put her head down, go into my chest and just wrap her little arm around my body be like, oh, okay, and then walk away. <laughs> yeah, that's what she does. Sometimes I'll tell her I love her on text message, and sometimes she'll tell me she loves me, but other yeah. times she'll just be like, okay, and then she won't text me back. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck kind of mom are you? Oh, uh, shit, that's funny. And, uh, it is, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Milo makes it very clear, too, like with his body language, it's, it's, a, it's a handshake when I see him, you know. <laughs> Milo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Milo will give me a mom hug still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, you know, I, I guess our relationship's just a little bit different, not saying it's better or anything, but I think mm-hmm. it's because um, my daughter is so close to yours and Ahu's age. She's in the middle, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many times I'd have you stay the night with me on the weekends, you know? Yeah, we stayed or, for a, a lot. I think I stayed with you more than I stayed with my friends. Yeah, and then throw it. I mean, how many times did you guys take Maya on the weekends too, you know? I used to think Maya lived with us, <laughs> yeah. but she only came over on the weekend, so I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> yeah, well, she and and when we were living in Matlakatla, it would be times be mom would be like, oh, "I'm gonna pick up Maya after school." She said, "Come home with the girls and eat dinner with us, and I'll drop her off." And it's funny because mom was always such a hard ass, like you need to be home at this time, and mom would always drop Maya off right before, but literally right before bed. And I never said shit; it's her granddaughter, you know. But I was always just like. <laughs> fucking hypocrite <laughs> you know that's funny <laughs> i know she i remember she would never ask you she would never be like my you have to ask your dad she was okay just text him and tell him but don't <laughs> ask him tell him yeah tell so, i just call my dad i remember getting a phone call i'd be just chilling at home to be oh she's more likely gonna eat with my sisters you know and then it's just like, I mean, you can come get her. It's like fucking 830, you know? Oh, my God. I know. Go up and you girls are in your pajamas. And we're talking like 04, 05, 06, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Mom always did. I realized. So I was like, wow, she never asked. She never asked any of her kids, really. <laughs> like, sometimes she'll tell Logan to ask Carly. Yeah. But like, for the most part, she's just like. Yeah, I want you to, but if your mom says no, I, I guess you have to listen to her. She tells <laughs> Logan. I know one time Logan told her, he said, you call her up, you're her mom, she has to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll, say, he'll say that sometimes when I'm when I'm home, or he did when he was younger. He'd be like, you call her, Gigi. She can't yeah. tell you. Yeah. I laughed really hard one time. It was, I think it was in 2010, I think, 2010, 2011. She said you guys went out because mom still goes for drives, you know, Yeah. <laughs> on, on Sundays and shit. But um, mm-hmm. she called me up laughing. She said, oh, we saw him playing. So we stopped by him and he jumped the car and said, go, Gigi, go, go, go. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we have to ask your mom's permission. <laughs> Just scare Carly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dare too. 
<laughs> oh, that's funny though, huh? Yeah, I could see mom doing that. But it's just uh, like I said, just, um, it's awesome what you did, and I thought I'm just curious to how your journey was, you know? Yeah, it was pretty fun, and I also just like learned a lot too, just about like not that like Matt Lacatla doesn't teach this, but I feel like I don't know. I don't want people to hate me for saying this, but I feel like there's just a lot of, not a lot of rhetoric, but there's like definitely some people who like don't appreciate women or like have these beliefs that are a little stuff like I don't agree with or like I've realized that I've met a lot of people who are like very shaming and very like judgmental not just at home but just anywhere yeah my undergrad that I went to was very different from George Fox like it was um it was like very liberal arts which was really awesome so I was forced to take like a ton of classes outside of my degree which I hated but then I learned to appreciate so good I got to learn about like women's rights and like a lot about like sociology and society. Feminism obviously was like a really big one. Um, Yeah. And just like stuff like that. And like, I never really got like political, like I never took any like political science courses, but like we talked a lot about like, um, I don't know, just like race and sexism and social class and intersectionality and all that stuff which just made me realize a lot of things like about home and like about my dad and even mom a little bit which was really interesting yeah we obviously talked about in my graduate school too but um my undergrad was a lot more liberal like because george fox is a private christian university um yeah obviously because we had to pray in the beginning of the (laughs) (laughs) which on our our grandfather was a preacher so yeah i um, go to the presbyterian church until high school and then it was my choice to stop finally you know and that's what i did too and um you know cool for the people that still follow it you know i don't i guess i'm a little bit more i lean more agnostic just I don't know you know me too I think it's more of like a I heard the term like spiritual agnostic before which sounded pretty cool and pretty accurate for me but yeah I agree I have like a lot of Christian friends like I'm pretty sure Casey's Christian but like yeah it's you know we don't have like bible scriptures in in our house and we don't like pray before we eat but <laughs> yeah yeah the, the uh, a way to describe it for me on my end there was this uh comedian who who passed but his name was richard jenny and uh he was talking about religion and he said oh yeah no i'm a i think what he said was yeah i'm a christian like if a car was born in a tree as a bird <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, it's just uh, joke around a lot about religion and shit. But yeah. And then I remember you telling me that's where you're going to school. It's like, oh, man, 
okay <laughs> you know i know a lot of people were shocked like some of my friends were like are you okay jesse like not to like <laughs> hate on it because you know we grew up super christian and you know our town's like very christian but yeah um I remember I was choosing between this program and the Masters of Social Work at the University of Alaska Anchorage, which I then found out was completely online. And so that was my big push in coming to George Fox. But um, you remember Carrie and Jason, right? When we had dinner and you told Jason to pray and he was like, no. Oh, and I tried to hold his hand and I was like, come on, let's pray. Yeah, and he didn't know that you were joking and all of us but him were laughing (laughs) (laughs) that was uh jesus that was two years ago now Mm -hmm. that was when i was home for those eight months after i graduated yeah Yeah, i remember that i remember that because uh i remember your i don't know which one of your friends but one of them was a teacher and was talking like yeah you know and 2.0 2.0 shouldn't be passing. It's like, whoa, 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 hey, let's not get too judgmental here, lady. That was the that was the other old therapist because we all worked together um, at the counseling center at home because <laughs> it was for that work trip we were on. That was funny. She works at the school now. I think she's like a social worker for the school. Oh, awesome! She was super nice too. We uh, we yeah. saw each other one time and we're kind of not sure if it. Where the you know like oh I think I know him I think I know her and <laughs> just gave fucking the, the cool head nod to each other and went about our business. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she's awesome. I I really love her. She's really cool. She's very very nice. Um, yeah, she's definitely nice. Yes, but I forgot what I was saying. But yeah, um, so yeah, people thought like oh like you know or is everything okay. But his wife, the, she was my school counselor my sophomore year so I've, of high school. So I've known her since 2011. Um, okay. And her husband was my high school biology teacher. And then, you know, her and I ended up working together, obviously. But I lived with his grandma. So that's who the lady that I was living with. Nice. Yeah. So everything just worked out really weirdly. Um, yeah. And then... <laughs> But she so but she went to George Fox University um, to get her school counseling, uh, her graduate degree in school counseling. Um, And she is awesome. And I got to see a lot of her work and like her therapy sessions. And I got to watch her manage a lot of crises. Um, And like when my director wasn't like helping me because he was supposed to like supervise us and he was supposed to do all these things and then he ended up not doing them or he made me cry at work or you know or would say crappy things to me or like threaten me my job or tell me that I didn't deserve to work there you know yeah like just like a ton of backhanded compliments he just he's an awful human being but like whenever he did stuff like that like she was always the one who was like really nice and she would like help me um she did like she supervised a lot of like the cases that I was on with the kiddos or people I was working with so she did like really like she's a phenomenal therapist and so I was like well you know if she went there and she has good things to say about it I guess I'll go too um yeah but it was really funny yeah so it was I didn't end up being a phenomenal school it doesn't have like the best 
reputation a little bit with like yeah. some of the clinics here, some of the other schools, but I feel like people try to remember that we not everyone who goes to George Fox holds their beliefs. Which is yeah. Like, but there people also need to remember that they're like a private Christian school and like where they get their money from. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. But it was a really it was a really good program. I, I really liked it. We did a lot of our required coursework was um uh what is that called? I can't think right now. Was optional for the other schools. So the other schools weren't forced to take the like rigorous curriculum that we had to take. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. But I did run into a lot of people in the program who I am choosing to never work with or recommend to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know. Yeah, because there's a lot of shitty therapists out there who are very crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man alive. Yeah. But that was like, I think that was most of the stuff I learned. I think mostly just like about myself and how I actually really, I really like, like, helping people, because I did a lot of, like, volunteer work in my undergrad, mostly because I had, like, more time. Um, Yeah. I really liked volunteering. I really liked teaming up with, like, the community and, like, doing outreach programs, like, um, in my undergrad, and just doing stuff like that. Like, it it was a lot of fun. Not educating, like, being a teacher, but, like, I don't know, letting people know about different things that they probably didn't know about before. I remember, uh, I think your freshman year, your, yeah, your freshman, freshman fall of 2014, uh, down in Durango, you were, um, I remember mom sent me a picture and you were doing some kind of volunteer stuff for, uh, for women to be safe on college campus, you know, to prevent rape, you know? Yeah, that was actually what I'd started and I was helping my friend who was a part of putting together that program. It's called like light up the night. And it's just a marathon where people like wear glow sticks and it's super fun. You get to put like glow paint on you. And it's basically just to like spread the word and like help people realize that a lot of women on college campuses are the, it's called like the other freshman 15. So the freshman 15 is like when you gain 15 pounds your freshman year, but the other freshman yeah. 15 is 15% of college women normally get experience sexual assault within their first semester of um, undergrad. And so that was really cool. So I found like WellPack, which is what Ahlani is a part of. Um, and just like all these other cool things on campus. I got to be a sexual assault service um, volunteer where I did hotline calls. So I would like yeah. People would call me and I would like help them calm down and um, we would go to like hospitals and uh, help survivors there. We go to the police station with them if they wanted to like file a report. Um, so those are really cool. Awesome. Yeah. So I really like doing stuff like that. Now that I have more time, I'm excited to do like more work like that down here in Portland when things reopen. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was awesome to see you yesterday. Um, I, 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 I was, uh, I did obviously want to record this podcast with you. I was 
trying to throw your scent off of what was coming though yeah. yesterday by asking you know <laughs> that's what i figured after i texted you i was like oh i think he was just trying to um distract me or, or something or figure out a time <laughs> i had no idea i did not know i was like why is no one texting me right now i'm awake not hearing from anyone no one's <laughs> calling me and then i was like whatever we're on different time zones they'll call me later today that's fine and then Casey woke up like super fucking early. I think he woke up at like six thirty or something. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck is his problem? His alarm's going off. I'm tired." I told him. So I told him I was like, "I'm gonna sleep in as long as I can," and that normally means I wake up between seven and nine a.m. So it's probably why he woke up so early. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was just like being really weird. Like, yeah, he has like ADHD, so he's normally like all over the place. But I was doing my workout, and he kept going between his office, which is where I was on the phone call, our guest room, and then the den because I work out in the little corner in the den. Yeah, and he like wouldn't let me go in the guest room, like, I wasn't gonna go in there, but I started to walk over there, and so he shut the door immediately. And I was like, I'm getting my yoga mat and I'm working out in the same spot that I always work out in. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was just like laying in there and he was like staring at the closet, which is where I guess he was making the sushi that he made me. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as he saw me, he like got up and he left and I was like, okay, whatever. And he was like, I I have, I have a meeting to talk about my clients. Um, with my internship site today today at 11 30 and I thought it was weird because he was he his internship site is on our school campus with our professor who was there the professor was talking about professor page that's his supervisor okay and so I was like that's weird there's graduation tonight like everyone's probably busy doing stuff but I was like whatever he's probably meeting with one of the old interns and then yeah. he, like shut the door and turned on our white noise machine and he was in here for like 30 minutes. He was like, it's going to be really quick. It's only going to be 30 minutes. And normally those go for like 45 minutes. So I was like, okay, that's weird, whatever. And so he kept like pushing me to do my makeup. He's like, are you done? Like, I know you want to do your makeup. We have to take these photos. We have to send them to brother Milo. He really wants those pictures. Yeah. I was like, you don't even know yeah. Milo, Casey. You met him one time. You don't have his phone number. What, what does he care? <laughs> He's late all the time. I'll, I'll make him wait. And we have all day to take these stupid photos. Like, it's fine. <laughs> he was like no we have to do it right now and I was like okay whatever let me just finish this and he was like no come here everything's ready like I'll just I'll photoshop whatever you need me to do so I was like alright fine whatever so I had just finished eating breakfast I was like taking my time like I wanted to take my time all morning and then, yeah. and then he brought me into the office and I was very shocked I was like oh he was like he was like just kidding we're not doing any photos this is what you're doing <laughs> when did you uh realize what was going on i think after he moved out of the way he started like playing the graduation by vitamin c and then i saw everyone on the camera and i was like oh (laughs) they don't hate me (laughs) yeah i was like okay this is why no because i didn't realize that until later in the afternoon i was like huh no one texted me this morning, and I was like, oh, that's why, because we're all meeting on the Zoom. Because Ahlani wasn't responding, mom wasn't responding. 
I was like texting them back from the night before and no one was responding to me. I was like, what what the fuck is wrong with them? Yeah. And uh and then I texted you about doing like I, I obviously were doing the podcast, but yeah, I was like, Oh yeah, you wanted to record a podcast? Like, yeah. Well, at this time, how about after one o'clock? And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was a very good surprise. So I got to talk briefly meet him and talk to him too. So that was nice to do, you know. Oh, cool. I'm glad. He didn't get to talk to Carly because her laptop kept dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh uh tell him when he figures it out. Um I would definitely like to come on his podcast because he has one about uh dating in this time, right? Yes, he does. Online or- yeah. So I will let him, I'll, I'll, I'll let him know. Yeah, yeah, I'd be very interested, you know. So I know he he's very professional about his and it, usually when I'm done recording, I name it, give give it a brief description and I post it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He he also like this is like what he used his undergrad degree to get kind of. So, I yeah. think I think he feels bad because, like, he got his bachelor's in arts and now he's getting his master's in counseling. Um, yeah. So, like, whenever he gets the chance to, he'll always try and do something to utilize his art degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he's good at what he does, man. I mean, he got it all set up with Ahu yesterday. And then, uh, like I said, we talked as soon as I, because Maya called me, my daughter called me, and I said, I am trying to log in, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I am here, you know, I think they thought I was, uh, they, uh, they thought I was being the uncle Pat <laughs> being late to, you know, family function. That's funny. <laughs> and, uh, uh, that whole thing too came from when we were little kids and, uh, we had always end up having to wait like an extra hour, hour and a half before uncle Pat and auntie, Evie and them would show up to dinner, you know, like Milo. <laughs> like Milo, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> that's funny. But um, so uh, so yeah. So my daughter called me. I said, "No, no, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm gonna log on right now." Actually, you know. And then I uh, log in, and he's right there. And I was like, "Oh shit! Hey, Casey. He's like, oh, hey, Bruce. How are you? I was listening to your podcast yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> So it was, uh, you know, not not how we all wanted to meet him because before all this, so in January, I started looking at my ferry ticket to get down there, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. And then because uh, Ahalani's like, are you really going? I said, yeah, I'm not going to fly, though, because I don't fly, but I'm <laughs> going to take the ferry down. Yes. And uh, so in February, I still couldn't buy my ticket. And then this coronavirus hit and the ticket I was looking at I think it put me in Bellingham on either Tuesday or Wednesday morning. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my cousin Nick was going to come pick me up and I was going to bring Nick to your graduation. And then uh, I like Nick. He's funny. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, because, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then it was just like, yeah, I'm going to get drunk and do this. (laughs) Have fun meet Jesse's boyfriend, you know, and I was like, get on his podcast, have him on mine, you know, do a bunch of podcasts with family down there. And then 
first week of March, um, coronavirus seemed to not seem to. It actually did get really, really worse to where the time I didn't even I stopped going with my workout buddy to the rec center here. You know, I got really bad really fast. Yeah, now they're trying to open it up at the end of this month, so we'll see, you know. <laughs> yeah, Portland's going to try and do the same. They are. Uh, um, so uh, what are you going to, what, what's the plan now for you, sis? You're, uh, you, are, you are at where you wanted to be 11 years ago, <laughs> you yeah, know. I'm very excited. I'm very happy. Well, 10 years ago, I guess, because you're 23, right? Yeah, my birthday's next month. Yeah, so I right, eleven years ago. Yeah. Oh, holy shit! So uh, eleven years ago, you knew this is the path you wanted to go down. Uh, how do you feel? I feel very excited and very relieved. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah, I was, I was getting kind of nervous. I think it was just like normal, like jitters towards like the end of my graduate yeah. degree. I was like, man. Yeah. What if I really don't want to do this? Like I'm only, I'm only 23, and I don't know if I want to. I felt like I was like, getting married. I was like, this is too much. This yeah. is a commitment. <laughs> yeah. But um, because like Casey and I would talk, and he he was like, he wasn't like trying to be pushy or mean, but he was like, oh, are you gonna yeah. develop hobbies? Because he's really creative. He has like a ton of like instruments around his house. He told me he would like teach me how to like edit and do all these stuff with like photography and videography and stuff like that and he has like all these books like he's kind of a nerd so (laughs) he was like yeah don't you want to like pick up a hobby like you've dedicated your whole life to psychology and and counseling and and now you're almost done like like don't you want to try something new and so I, I was thinking about that a lot and I was like man so I was like a little bit nervous before graduation probably around like December ish like when the semester had ended because I was like man I'm halfway done with my thesis I'm about to graduate I need to find a new hobby so I've been spending the last five months trying to figure out what I want to pick up (laughs) but oh shit well you past month and a half you've been on this podcast uh, a few times so it's been nice (laughs) It's been nice to just like hang out and and figure out what I want to do now besides therapy because I can't, not that I can't, I don't want to do therapy 40 hours a week and then read like therapy books that I find interesting just because that's just too much for me. And then Kate is going to be an internship and I'm first year post-grad. So I imagine there would be a lot of like bickering between the two of us. Yeah. So I'm really into like organizing and like kind of decorating now. Nice. So I can organize and, and decorate your house when I go home. <laughs> yes, let's hope that the shit's lifted and you guys can come up here in August. I know. You I know? Think that would be a lot of fun. I really want to show him Alaska, but I can't show him too much because yeah. he gets seasick and he doesn't like the beach. So. I have to figure out how to take him to the beach without hating it. And I really wanted to take him out on like a good, good, the canoe or a skiff, but I don't think he would. I think he would be too scared. (laughs) 
Uh, he'd probably love Yellow Hill. That's a 20 minute hike. Yeah, I was going to make him do that. And I was going to make him go to the beach, anyways. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he can go swimming with uh, Jared <laughs> at the family picnic. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's he could Jared could just show him how to relax in the water. Remember how relaxed Jared was? Yeah. I actually don't think <laughs> I was, uh, that was funny. I wish I saw I was... that photo. Oh, did you lose yeah, it? Yeah, I think I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I was I was handing out stuff with uncle for people to eat because the food was being cooked at our family mm-hmm. function, you know. And then I was eating, and then uh, Jared was playing with all the kids. Not like some of the kids, all the kids. And he had Madsy on his back, and he was swimming around. And then, like, everybody came in to eat. And and you're like, whose kid is that just floating? And I looked over, and I was like, oh, that's Jared. And you're like, what? And Carly was sick, and you took a picture, and you oh, sent yeah. it to her. <laughs> and you're like, look at your husband. <laughs> I thought he was a kid. <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> oh, shit, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah, because we were standing by Uncle Pat and, and Darcel. They were like, yeah, I don't know who's kids. Yeah. They look kind of big, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, shit, that's funny. Um, yeah. Um, well, we're almost at the hour here. I will. Uh, thanks for coming on and discussing your life and the completion of something you've wanted for 10, 11 years now. Yeah. yeah thanks for having me again. Bruce. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. I'm really proud of you. Sorry. I wasn't able to be down there and do another shot and have a beer with you. Like we did on Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? that's okay. Hopefully I'm hoping that something will change soon or something so I could go home for the 7th because I've I've never missed the 7th of August ever so (laughs) yeah we could take uh, we could take Casey to headquarters when you come in so (laughs) yeah (laughs) he needs to be initiated so (laughs) Milo (laughs) yeah exactly so um, but um, so thanks for coming on and I'm really proud of you and I'm happy it was uh, it was bittersweet just on my part because I know I was looking forward to being down there because I know a lot of people in the family like, yeah, Bruce ain't going to go. And I'm like, no, fuck, I really was, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I take the long way, but I was still going to get there, That's you funny. know. I know. I was really excited for everyone to, like, meet everyone and for everyone to, like, to meet Casey. Yeah, it's gonna be more overwhelming if we end up going home together in August. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! So, uh, well, uh, have a good rest of your Sunday, and then, uh, and then uh, hopefully the the job hunt goes good. You know, too. So we'll see. I'll keep you updated. Yeah, if not, you could help me with my toxic traits, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love you, sis. Okay, Have love a good you day. Too, Bruce, and you too.